Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Welcome back, everyone. It took me a whole week and a half to recover from the last episode. <laughs> hey, we're back for a normal show. That feels like forever ago. It does feel like forever ago. Because it was. It was a week and a half. I suppose. <laughs> it was like 11 days. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. What do you mean it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be? I was going like, into that edit like, this is going to be a rough one. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but it, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> no, the after party from that show was... We piled on. Well, no, you also went through that whole show, and you even ended by saying, like, oh, I'm not really feeling it. And then the second I turned off the recorder, you started screaming like a maniac. It, it just, out of nowhere, it hit me. Just straight up yelling everywhere. Like, yeah, it didn't hit you at all, did it? Oh, it hit me like a freight train afterwards. <laughs> Apparently we should record it for five more minutes. No, I think we had reached the length, the, the limits of our length, and we made it. That's what she said? <laughs> reach the limits of your length yes <laughs> uh but we're back to a normal schedule our final halloween themed episode because next week is dune oh that's true dune well yeah because dune comes out on friday yeah so we'll do dune next week so no more halloween stuff all right i don't know maybe we'll talk about something maybe we'll try and incorporate a scary element probably not no, no. <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> I haven't thought this through. I'm well, just just talking at this point. There we go. I like it. You used to have a, like a whole plan like, on your laptop. You had. A, I did. I I would plan out the show for like a year. Yeah, I would literally have a year's worth of shows, and I would like tinker and edit. And, and now you just make it up as we go along. Yeah, now, yeah, we'll do whatever we feel like next week. Well, now that I'm not at the store and I'm not like I don't have the time to like really sit there and like plan and all that. I'm like, did I read a comic this week? I guess we'll talk about the comic yeah, I read this supposedly week. Supposedly so. Yeah. <laughs> But what do we got going on this week? Oh, we're back to our regular schedule. We got the news. Yes. We got this week in video game history. Yes. Got, oh, some heavy hitters this week. Oh, really? Heavy Ooh, hitters. okay. Sports reports. Yes. <laughs> by sports reports, we mean return of Zach's around the NBA. I'm sorry. How does it feel to know that you'll never reach the highs that you've reached before? Like, it's done. You'll never get to your peak again in fandom. Like, it's all downhill from here. It will never be as good as it I'm, was. You know, I'm I'm entertained. I'm entertained. Are you? Because I saw the end of that game. And I, I wasn't. I was, I mean, up until a point, I was entertained. <laughs> I just remember sitting on my couch and going to myself, well, you know, we had a lot of fun. A spooky Halloween comic. <laughs> Side note, not that spooky. No. And your questions. <laughs> Apparently need a cough button on this program. Yeah, yeah we're getting there. All right, let's just. Take it. We've talked about the past. Let's move into the future and dive into the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. But I mean, diving into the future with the news, like news has already happened. You're not, you're not like predicting the news. This is you're, you're telling the news. I don't know. Sometimes we've broken a couple of stories. It's true. We have. And by we, I mean mostly you. And I'm just here. <laughs> it's, for, it's true. You haven't really come to me with like breaking news. You know, I'm gonna. Oh no, the. Uh, I haven't been able to the one show that. I hosted a couple of like three years ago. I did drop some knowledge on you, and you're like, "Oh, really?" I wonder if those things ever came true. But bleeding cool, baby. 
Your uh, favorite website. Oh, you got it from Bleeding Cool. Yeah, what a fucking cesspool that is. No, I don't think I got that one story from Bleeding Cool about Dial well, M for well, Murder. Well, when I have exclusives, we have an dr- audio drop for it, and I haven't used that audio drop in a while. It's, it's, it's gathering dust, which is amazing because it's digital. Although, I, there's, there's always stuff I... There's some tea I could always spill from like various things, but it's just a case of... Respect. No, more of a case of if there was a backlash, I don't want to deal with it. Oh, okay. So it's self-preservation. More, it's more that. It's just like if anything, we're like, yeah, I just don't want to deal with it. I want to trace this back to you, asshole. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right, let's just dive into it. So things happened this week. DC Fandom, that will be our, We'll finish off with that, although that's the majority of the news. Yes. To be fair, there's only two other stories. Why the Last Man? Show over on FX, one of my favorite comics of all time. Mediocre I wa- show. I watched one episode and said, nope. Well, that's enough. I've literally watched this for 15 years, go through development hell. It was going to be a movie. It was going to be shows on multiple networks that had many showrunners. It had many actors attached to it. I was there for the whole ride for like a decade and a half, watched one episode and went, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Uh, it will not be returning for a second season. Shocking. <laughs> Apparently, um, I'm not the only one who went, nah. Would you say there's the last episode of The Last Man? Yeah, I, I literally only gave it one episode, which is a little unfair because usually pilots are not the strongest episode of a show. Oh, clearly you made the correct decision. You yeah. chose wisely. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this doesn't seem very good. Well, there you go. And it's, it, it shan't return. And based on the one episode I watched, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Because, I mean, I'm your target audience. Like, I love the shit out of this book. And I, but no. <laughs> Just, nah. Yeah. Go away to the annals of history. Away, away. Go to syndication. Oh, something about the, I mean, I didn't, again, didn't watch more than one episode. But I guess the show was actually, like, expanded kind of its range of, like, at the time it came out, like, the early to mid-2000s of the idea of, like, there's only like one the, man. The Y chromosome. But like now that like it's we've entered into a broader world of like transgender and like kind of more of a spectrum of sexuality, I guess the show was diving into that stuff, which Whoa. definitely seems like an interesting aspect, but fuck, I hated that first episode, so I didn't see any of that stuff. <laughs> do you think do you think you'd be willing to dive back in and see or no? No. Okay. It's, it's also ending, so it's not gonna be able to tell the like Anywhere close to the whole story, so no, I'm definitely not going to watch a second more. All right, there you go. It was bad. It was a real bad pilot. Uh, I take your word for it. When you said it was a bad pilot, I didn't go out of my way to look at it. Yeah. Look at it. I do Lucha love- it. Was I going to wrestle it? Yes. Luchador it. Mm, yes, quite. I do love- Fuck, that's a good book. Love that book. It's such a good book. All Re- right. Read the book. Please read the book. It's so great. And our only other bit of um, non-DC fandom news, Ghostbusters Afterlife had its international trailer, which is basically a whole new trailer. So just Yeah, trailer number three. Call it for what it is, yeah. Because that's coming out next month. Next month, we got a busy month. There's all kinds of stuff coming Thanksgiving. out. Thanksgiving. That really has nothing to do with the show. <laughs> but it's delicious pies and turkey and Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. That was more on the lines of like the Eternals, Master of the Universe. One's Hawkeye coming out? I don't remember. Thanksgiving, actually. That's right. Yeah. And um, Ghostbusters. Whatever. And Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Sorry, I like Which that we're, thing the, that the I was thing just we're talking about. about. Yeah. 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 Thanks. I'm here for you. <laughs> that, yeah, I know. That is your role in the show. Bring me back on track. I try. Sometimes I fail. Mostly all the time. <laughs> like, let me yell about a TV show I didn't you watch. You just yell into the, the void. Episode. Yes. Anyway, continue. I'm so much less like yelly. You're, think... You've mellowed. You're less grumpy. Well, it's not. I Normally, th- you like as you get older, you get grumpier. I think it's just a case of. As the show has gone on, I mean, there's obviously like a performative aspect of it, but I feel like I've 
I do less performance now than I did when we started. That's true. You're like when we started, I was just like, I'm yelling about things. You're but, becoming more domesticated. <laughs> in reality, I don't really care. Like, like, like what you like, like what, or you know, if you don't like a thing, don't watch it. I exactly. don't care. There you go. Don't read it. Anyway, Fuck it. back to, to hey, back on target. Let's go. Well, the excessive cursing is not an act. No, no. <laughs> I can there. attest. <laughs> I can attest to that being uh, the truth. That's who you really are deep down inside. <laughs> if anything, I hold back on this the man, show. this monster. Yep. Anyway. Did you just look at that comic that was over there? No, no. I just have been waiting on that for a while now. Right. I look at it every week. Yeah, Fantastic 451. Yes. Hanging out on the wall. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, You do your reaction first. I don't want to taint what you have to Given say. the fact that you had a heavy, deep sigh and rolled your eyes just a little bit and looked toward the ceiling, I'm getting a feeling that you're becoming less enthused about this movie. Continue with your thoughts. I think that your fear is it's going to be similar to uh, The Force Awakens and that it's just going to hit on all the nostalgia pieces and going to be a beat-for-beat beat rehash, in some senses, of the original Ghostbusters. Fine. At this point, you're just edging me into it. Yeah. So, was I right? Yeah, close. Close enough. My concern, and granted, and I haven't turned on this movie either, but like when we saw The Force Awakens, it was a great time. It was a great single viewing. We had such a good time. We went back the next night to see it in 3D just to get a different. Well, there was no way I wasn't invited. You were there. That was it. Did I go to the 3D showing? Yeah, you did. We went two nights in a row. Oh, yeah. We did a Friday and a Saturday. That's true. We did. That was the last time I saw a movie multiple times in theaters. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember now. That's how memorable it was. Yeah. And I enjoyed The Force Awakens. And to be fair, I still like it. But it definitely has that kind of like you get caught up in it yeah initially and then when you like start to, like and once like that like wave of nostalgia like passes through you're like wish he did more I wish, yeah. he, I wish he did a little bit more and that's my fear for the ghostbusters trailer because all we're seeing is we're seeing gozer we're seeing zool we're seeing sigourney weaver was that her i think that was sigourney weaver i don't think she's in this i don't know but it looked like her like when she was wind in like, her face wearing her we're getting slime or we're getting slime po- making out with a fire hydrant Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. It's like, how much new are you bringing me? And there have been, um, there, the screenings have gone out to critics, and there was a, and based on what I was reading, it kind of seems accurate based on this trailer, that it like lies heavily in nostalgia and doesn't do much new, and that's not necessarily what I want. Like, it might be good for like a one-time viewing, but then like part of Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters is something that I've revisited many times. You want something that's going to expand the universe, don't you? You want something that's going to create more. Well, I mean, the last thing that Ghostbusters did and I loved and I highly recommend anyone does it is play the game. And there is a long history of that game of like it moving to different studios and blah, blah, blah. Cause there was like this whole thing of the main complaint the studio said is like, well, this isn't really like, you can't make a franchise out of this in video games. Like you kind of got the one and then you're done. Like we can't make sequels out of this. So we don't really have a lot of interest in it. And it passed around for years and it's a fantastic fucking game written by uh, Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. All the actors are back for it. It's a great game. Yeah. Canon story. So basically right now our Canon is Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Ghostbusters, the video game. I was reading some stuff that it seems like this movie might be ignoring um ghostbusters 2 and i mean the video game like if mm-hmm. it's ignored then kind of whatever it's a good it's fucking great though okay play the game you've said it many times i mean i, I, love I it. can't because you have my playstation 3 what's yours now you bought it from me i got a remaster so i think you can play it oh oh i i could probably purchase it on the playstation store 
Yeah, it's only like nine, ten hours of gameplay. Oh, that's it's, not bad. It, no, it's not even a big. Component. I want to shoot things with a proton pack. It's great. Okay. Anyway, I don't know the Scolari so, brothers. The Scolari brothers, good times. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So my concern with this trailer is, I just go. I don't. I want it to walk a line because clearly there's a line I want to walk of going like, "Hey, remember this?" And I want to go, "Yes, I do remember that." But I also uh-huh. want it to innovate at the same time. It's a hard line to walk going kind of in between the two. And I'm kind of getting the impression that it's going to be leaning too heavily into the past. And that's my concern. Although I really want this movie to fucking rock. I really do. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think that's kind of where it is, right? Like you've got all the nostalgia pieces that you want as a Ghostbusters. You're like, please remind me of things I love, but give me something new in addition to that. And I can see where your fear is. We're not going to get anything new. Or the new stuff is going to be so wrapped up in the old, it's going to be, like, forced. So we'll see. But, yeah, this trailer, um, trailers are meant to kind of hype you up. This trailer maybe go, like, ah. I am curious to see how they handle Egon in this, right? Like, it feels like, did Egon die trying to stop this? We have the Shandor Mining Company, and we've got a lot of callbacks to that. Does this kind of bring that all to a head? Do we get Vigo? He is Vigo! I do love that shitty painting. <laughs> Vigo the Carpathian. I Fuck, I love Ghostbusters. After he was disemboweled, crucified, hung. Oh, he hung in there, didn't he? I think my favorite scene is that was when they're pretending to be like insane like construction New Yorkers. Like, ah, get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> yo! <laughs> I do love that yo. That's a great yo. That's all he does. Like, yo! It's like Ben Simmons. No. I told you to cut on the other side of the street. <laughs> Such a good scene. I think that's my favorite scene of that movie. I got guys up my ass all night long about this. Whatever. Those are my Ghostbusters thoughts. Um, thank you for contributing. You're welcome. Which was more egging me along. Well, no. I needed you to vent because you were there. I, I do harbor similar thoughts. I think there's going to be some fun. I want, it, I want it to be good so badly. But no, like I was saying, it was interesting. There was a lot of nostalgia callback. Is that to continue to like hook people in that are on the fence that are Ghostbusters fans? If you like Ghostbusters, they had your money the moment they announced the movie was being made. So I don't. And to be fair, I didn't see the 2016 one. Me either. I just the idea of a reboot. But I feel bad for that movie because I feel like it gets a bad rap. It's like it was Lady Ghostbusters. Blah, the one blah, thing blah. that was I interesting, did, I just didn't care about having it be a reboot and having all the cast come back and cameoing and the one thing not that was, their characters it just and i also knew people that yeah. worked on it and i was like eh, none of this sounds appealing to me the one thing that i did find interesting was this trailer did not have like the last couple of trailers we've had you had the voiceover of um dan a- of um yeah bill murray last one you had dan Aykroyd at the was end was, one of them? I don't remember. It, was it, it was like he talks about i don't even remember i haven't rewatched. He, he's given a soliloquy about um i do remember dan well, why they needed why ghostbusters were needed and raise a cult bookshop. And then the last one, raise a cult. I love that. Okay. He's like, I'm just drinking my crystal skull vodka and talking about aliens and looking like a melted candle. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> whatever. We we, we've spent enough time on the get Ghostbusters any, trailer. We still haven't seen any uh, any Winston Zeddemore stuff. There's no Ernie Hudson site yet or like hint at Ernie Hudson. Just saying. <laughs> What a Ghostbusters movie that downplays Ernie Hudson! I've never heard of such a thing, sir. All right, well, we've gone really. You said this was going to be. You were trying to make this short because you got Celtics coming up. Oh my God, yeah, season over tonight, baby. Yeah, and here we are talking about Ghostbusters for ten minutes. Let's beat up those New York Knickerbockers. That game tips at seven, right? Seven thirty. Okay, we got time ish. <laughs> All right, moving on. DC Fandom. 
So I'm gonna. They're s- in the dome. Can I can I ask a question first before you dive into it? As I haven't looked at your notes, are you are we going to talk about the Jonathan Kent stuff? We can. I don't really care. Well, I mean, DC fandom. I know you don't care. I don't care. But has there been any backlash on the internet? Uh, of course, yes. Okay. It's not even worth mentioning. So, I would say there are three levels of the story. One of them is Superman is coming out as bisexual. His son. I was getting there. Oh wait. Oh, Superman himself. Well, Cal L. Jonathan Kent is the in DC continuity. Jonathan Kent is Superman on Earth right now. Okay. Clark is fucking off in space. Oh, okay. See you later, Clark. So right now, the current Superman, yes, the I wasn't going to fucking talk. It's not in my notes. Um, Yes, uh, it was announced that. Oh, I know you're a big Superman guy. That Jonathan Kent is coming out as bisexual, and it's the normal stuff you'd expect like some people are all up in arms there's the people who are being like oh not my superman he's in love with um i think there was a senator i can't remember who it was one of the shitty ones he's like he loves lewis lane because you know fucking typing is by shitty senator do you mean real life or comic book real life okay because there's 50 of them well no there's not 50 city shitty senators apparently angus king had a really good speech this week that's worth watching anyway man i got i got the face i can't remember the name i don't care Wait, there's a hundred senators. I don't know why I said fifty. I I know. I sometimes I just roll over things. Thank you. Well, now I feel bad because I feel like I've alienated half the Senate. <laughs> Not that they care about what I think. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. I don't really care. But yes, there were the headline readers that were like, "Oh, Superman's bisexual." Like, well, it's a different Superman. It's not the other Superman. And I also don't really care. He's bisexual. Sometimes he'll kiss boys. Sometimes he'll kiss girls. Go kiss all the boys and all the girls. Just kiss them. Kiss them all. You like what you like. Kiss those consensual adults or teenagers, depending on your age. Yeah, pretty much. That's all you got. Just just kiss them all. All right. Now to the fandom. You know what you should do with your life? More kissing. That's true. <laughs> You're like, for me? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's good. Everyone. Just, just do more kissing. DC fandom. Yes. All kinds of things. Let's just jump jump into Superman. Superman is rebranding. Is he now? It is no longer Truth, Justice, and the American Way. Oh, uh, what is it? Truth, Justice, and a Better Tomorrow. I don't hate it. No, it's fine. But here's what's funny about it. People are going to be upset about it. Well, they were, because it's stupid and it's the internet. Okay. <laughs> what's funny is um, Superman dropped that logo 10 years ago and just didn't really do anything with it, because it was like, I'm no longer an American. Like, he, I don't know if you remember, back in 2011, Superman renounced his citizenship. Because I am not an American citizen, I am a citizen of the world. Yes. So Truth, Justice, of the American Way was dropped literally 10 years ago. So the only thing that I think is funny is like they made it so like, oh, he's not saying this anymore. Like, he hasn't. He hasn't in a decade. Like, And now it's Truth, Justice, and a better tomorrow. I'm like, it took 10 years to rebrand that? That's just embarrassing. That's a really good political slogan. Like, somebody should take that. <laughs> I just love that it- Is he running for office? <laughs> I just love that it took 10 years to rebrand that. I was like, no, no, I remember. Like, 2011 wasn't that long ago. No, it was 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going on 11. Going on 11. You guys dropped that. And just took 10 years to rebrand it. Yeah, they they wanted to make sure they came up with the right slogan. I guess so, yeah. yeah. It took a minute. Yeah, it did. But the more exciting stuff, the movie stuff. Yes. Don't call it a trailer. It's not a trailer. It's a first look. At Black mm-hmm. Adam? Uh, we got a few of them. Or Flash. Uh, also Shazam, but no one cares. Yeah. Because it was nothing. And we just we rediscovered it recently. Like right before Yeah, the Black show. Adam, first look. Let's start there. The Rock. Uh, trivia. When was The Rock cast as Black Adam? 2017 
I'm sorry, you need to subtract 10 years. 2007? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's how long this movie has been in development hell. He was cast in 2007. That's back when he was like, no, the like the Mummy was like 99, like the Mummy Returns or whatever, or the Scorpion King, rather. Closer. <laughs> Those two dates are closer together than he is from when he was cast. Wow. He In that time, he's been WWE champion isn't that again. Ins- isn't that he retired from wrestling and went back to wrestle and retired again. Yeah, so Black Adam finally happening only took 14 years. Oh, funny story, by the way. Speaking of, because I was thinking in the back of my head with um, The Rock being in The Fast and the Furious, like he was also in all those movies. So fast, so furious. I think he came we were, in five. Uh, given I have only seen the first one, we were doing we were doing a uh, an activity in my class where we did Would You Rather, and one of the questions was, Would you rather watch a movie with um, Dwayne Johnson or Leonardo DiCaprio? And kid goes, Who the hell is Leonardo DiCaprio? I'm like, Okay, hey, fine, Dwayne Johnson or Vin Diesel. And the kid goes, Who the hell is Vin Diesel? And the kid goes, You know, Fast and the Furious, Dom Toretto. And the kid goes. Dom Toretto, I love him. He's a great actor. And he goes, no, his real name is Vin Diesel. Like, nope, he's Dom Toretto to me. I was in Boston one time, and there was passing a truck with the vanity plate said Vin Diesel, and the guy <laughs> was someone who had just shaved his head. It was just wearing a tight white T-shirt. I'm like, what is this weird fucking real world cosplay that you're doing? I hate this. He's all about family, man. It was weird. It was really weird. Family is forever. <laughs> he had put his life around vin diesel including his vanity plate it's like oh fucking hell anyway back to black adam get our first look we see him in his suit i'm He's so sick of this hooded cloak. one stupid statement i've been saying the hierarchy of the power in the dc universe is going to change and apparently i need to do my fucking triangle fingers together like the rock yeah they've been saying this that, changes everything it's such a dumb slogan i don't care stop saying it how do we really feel it's dumb he does electrocute a man to death yeah, this is supposedly like we see the opening scene or a early scene where like Black Adam is revealed and he's just, you know, choking a man and crushing his skull and letting him fry. Like Raiden. He raided him <laughs> is what I right. said. It's like Raiden. <laughs> the guy just, yeah, fatality. <laughs> yeah, you guys like Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Well, we're doing that, but with The Rock. Yeah, that would have been a better Mortal Kombat movie. I also thought that video was so weird. Like, they have Pierce Brosnan in there who's like, I did four James Bond movies. All right, wait. Should I do it with a British accent? I did four James Bond movies, I did. And this is the best thing I've ever been a part of. Okay, so that's more Cockney than British. Yeah, whatever. It's all the fucking same. Pierce Brosnan a chimney sweep now? (laughs) What is he, like, hanging out with Mary Poppins? Yeah, I have about the same. Also, Pierce Brosnan clearly has to be a villain in this, the way he's uh, his pointy goatee. No, he's Dr. Fate. He's going to wear a funny helmet. Oh, okay. I'm Pierce Brosnan, I am. I don't, again, that's more, that's not anything like. I got to do my little arm swing. Jaunty chimney sweep arm swing. Dick Van Dyke kind of. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's my level of British accent. Also. For the Mary Poppins sequel, a Lin Manuel Miranda quality accent, because that fucking sucked too. Don't know why I'm taking shots at that, but I am. He can't do an accent. Nope, you can't. He can't do it in the Golden Compass show, whatever it is on HBO Max, where he's being a Texan, and that's awful. Yes. You say that like you've seen it. Nope, I haven't, but I'm going to just convince myself that, yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda can't do accents. That's what I'm getting around to. I love the man. Oh, oh, you're talking about the Lost Compass shit. Whatever it's called. Golden Compass, yeah. Whatever. It's based on the Golden Compass. There's a bear. I read those books. There is a bear. Uh, the Daphne girl from uh, Logan's in them. Yeah. Daphne Keene. 
welcome to the part of the show where we vaguely remember things. Yeah, we're also not making the show any quicker. Yeah, so Black Adam, we don't get Whatever. anything really. We just see an it's opening just, scene. It's yeah. just crazy that it's been since 2007. Yeah, it looks fine. I yep. mean, we don't get a lot to go on. I don't care about your hierarchy of power. Whatever. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> the Rock has poured his whole heart and soul into this. Oi, was James Bond, I was. God, that's so bad. That is so bad. Uh, other things that happened. Sound like one of the coal stokers on the Titanic. <laughs> Oi, what are you doing down here? The Flash also had a first look. Don't call we him go the for the head. No trailers for this bad boy. This is just a first look. Yeah, we. Ezra Miller, look, he's such a fucking weirdo. He's wearing a like a choke collar. He's also got a bad way. Like we're getting different versions of him. Yeah, clearly. But, but just in his like thing, he's like you've. I don't know. They pay homage to the really but, shitty yeah. surveillance footage when he has that long hair and. Yeah, so it looks like we're getting two flashes. We already kind of knew that, though. Um, one of them looks like it will probably be a different version of the reverse flash, not a Professor Zoom, not a Neo Barthon, but just probably evil Barry Allen because he's wearing the bat suit, but he's painted it. Ah. Wearing Michael Keaton's bat suit, who looks like he just gets beat up. Michael Keaton? Yeah. They show in one of the early like images we saw it was just like uh, the bat emblem with blood over it, and then one of the shots in the trailer is just like here's the bat suit, but also there's blood all over it. Mm. We like, see the we see the ring, we see the ring where he keeps the suit. Yeah, we're gonna get the flash ring. Who doesn't want to see a man tuck a suit into a ring? That's incredible that he could do that. I mean, the Milwaukee. Did you see the Milwaukee Bucks rings? That's incredible. Where there's a QR code inside of it. <laughs> I wonder how many... Have you tried to scan the QR code yet? No, it got blurred out. There, I found one where the it's not blurred out. Yeah. I need to scan the QR code. But the fact that the top of the ring... I guess that's all the rage now with these championship rings because the Buccaneers top comes off. But it, the top of the ring comes off and you can make it into a necklace. Yeah. Also, this is Bucks and Six on the side. It's kind of like... Hmm, interesting. I also didn't appreciate that Cream City was kind of covered up when you took off the top. I thought you were proud of saying Cream City. You tie-loving motherfuckers. I do love beer, though. Milwaukee, baby. Never been to Milwaukee. Me either. Yeah, we get some Michael Keaton voiceover. We get the one shot from behind. And also a weird amount of restraint like of seeing like Barry Allen take the cover off of the Batmobile. We all know what it looks like. He starts to take it off and it doesn't show anything. I know, but we know what it looks like. We've seen it. It's true. We have. Was the guy's name who designed it? Anton something? Anton First? I don't know. I don't know. He killed himself shortly thereafter. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Happy times. All right. Well, let's move on to something happier. So, yeah, Flash. Eh, nothing. I mean. I don't know. I mean. It'll be fun. I want to see it. I want to see. I just want to see the Batman. I don't really care about the Flash. Exactly. I'm in that movie for like, ooh, multiple Batman. Then we'll move on to a different Batman. Yes. The Batman. Got a real trailer. Yeah. Uh, a year later, we got another full trailer. That movie's coming out in March. It's not even that far away. No, it's not. It looks good. It's dark, film noir like. I like a lot of the visuals, but I the trailer does this one weird thing where like they keep on not quite showing you Paul Dano. Yeah. I've seen Paul Dano. I don't think it's gonna be a big surprise. I think it's just gonna look like Paul Dano. <gasps> Paul Dano. Why are they hiding Paul Dano's face so much I mean, in this trailer? Why, why not, I guess? Yeah, it's Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Will he drink his milkshake? He doesn't drink his cappuccino, apparently. No. It just likes to draw a question mark in it. I oof. all right. I enjoy a lot of Batman movies that have come out. We've lived in an era of lots a, of bats. Yeah, been a ton of them. No one's ever quite got it 
right for me and could have gotten it right for other people like there are so many variations based on like creator or whatever but i've never quite gotten my like that itch for me has never been fully scratched there's been like oh yeah that scene or like oh yeah that little bit but this feel like this might be the one i hope it is i really like the director like i'll do you feel like what you've seen is leading you to believe that this could be the one for you maybe but i still think robert pattinson looks weird (laughs) like under the cowl like even though he's got a couple of years on me like he just looks like a baby that's because you just know him from like being a vamp a sparkly vampire well, he, and i only saw one of those Oof. i had a room was enough I, I was um in college and like the one of them had come out and um i was in charge of the cable bill and i saw like pay-per-view like twilight four times i'm like did you watch twilight four times this month he's like yep i'm like okay yeah i'm not paying for half of that <laughs> like you owe me that's money you just straight owe me now <laughs> you you owe me for putting that on my bill yeah till pay-per-view twilight four times four times that's in, i mean it's not an exaggeration that's what it was it would have been cheaper to rent it from blockbuster well it wasn't out yet it was pay-per-view oh there you go gotta watch that shit four times apparently was it by himself watching it i mean yeah. I don't know i'm just wow that I, movie I, moved I, him so much he had to buy it four times in a month that's once a week yeah it's a lot. All right. It's a lot of Twilight. Is, it's, it's... But I, don't know, I think Pattinson just has like this weird baby face, and I hate his wig. And I don't like those weird long darts that are kind of on the on his forearm, like on the glove. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I like the rest of the suit, but I just don't like whatever that is happening on like his forearm. I'm kind of excited for Andy Serkis as Alfred. I think yeah, it's going to work. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't know. I And look, if it doesn't, if it still doesn't like scratch that itch for me like if it's still a good movie that's fine like i feel like batman is so just immensely popular like he's an enigma wrapped in a mystery no that's edward enigma also i don't like the riddler costume design uh, we got a better look at it like in action figures this week i'm like eh. whatever we'll see i if i was to put it on a scale of like batman to ghostbusters like what am i more concerned about i'm way more concerned about ghostbusters okay Batman, I I bet I'll enjoy it, but I'm questioning like, because my hope is that it like really kind of like gets my kind of idea of like what I like about I, the character. My understanding is it's very dark, borders on some horror stuff at time, like very very visceral, cerebral kind of stuff. But anyway, all right, wrapping up here. At least in the news, it's been a long news segment. It has. <laughs> there was a lot more, but I just figured it was trailer time. Yes. Uh, and then one more bit of Batman news. It's all Batman this week, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the Batgirl movie that's coming to HBO Max. Batman will be in it, but they have not said which Batman it will be versus like Keaton or Affleck. All right. My guess is Keaton, but you know, of course, they're not going to tell you before the Flash movie comes. Like, oh, let's just spoil how this goes. Wouldn't it be interesting if they were able to not only get keaton but they get george clooney val kilmer involved and um why can't i think of his name christian bale yeah that guy i don't see him doing it again man clooney was wasted he seems like the exact right guy to do this but fuck he was in a bad movie it was a very very bad movie (laughs) all right that's the news we're gonna move on from there to this week in video game history i mean they pretty much just took the satellite idea from uh die another day and use that cool you didn't give me any room to play the theme so i have to do it now oh sorry Superhero landing coming up this week in video game history. All right, what happens in video games this week? Yeah, what did happen in video games this week? You said there's some heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. Okay, I'm ready. I My prepared God. myself emotionally. In 1997, the Atari VCS was released. What would become commonly known as the 2600. Okay. Come on, the 2600's huge. It's massive. 
It was a game changer. <sighs> Didn't love that, <laughs> but yes, it was. <laughs> I there was a time that like I bought it like in a, like a twenty six hundred. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna play all these old games, and like I hooked it up to the TV, and I, I sold like bought and sold some of them in the store. But the reality is, is look, Asteroids is fun, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's not entirely true. There are bump, other ones, but bump, bump, it's ones bump, that you exist bump, in bump, in bump. a world of like five minutes at a time. I'm going like, oh, this is a fun novelty, and then you get bored. The basketball one. <laughs> One it was just like ice hockey. Yeah. You mean Pong? <laughs> yeah. I guess I have to do um this is a series of questions, don't I? Oh, uh, okay. Well I mean you don't have to. Whatever's gonna make Nin- it quicker. Nineteen eighty five. Okay. A test release of a system was released. A hundred thousand copies were put out and by Christmas fifty thousand had sold. Is this the Famicom? Is this the Nintendo? It's, yeah, it's just the Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> I should have said in North America. Apologies. Thank you. Yeah, Nintendo Entertainment System was released 100,000 copies as like a test run. 50,000 of them sold between now and Christmas. Wait, I want to say 50, I mean 500. Oh, okay. I want to say 500, I mean 50. I'm bad at math. You just keep going down by a factor <laughs> of 10. <laughs> yeah, why not? In 1993, uh, some classic system got um got an upgrade. Uh, Would that be... Uh, it's not Game Boy Color, is it? No. Okay. Same system. Games stay the same. No, up, no real spec updates. Just oh, the delivery system. So is it like the Game Boy had different casings? Like when it was different colors, like the clear one. It's not and, a Game Boy. Oh, I don't know. It's the top loader for Nintendo. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yeah, you just stick it to the top. It comes out a lot easier. Yes. Good upgrade. You don't have to open and close the door. Yeah, top loader is a better way to go about it. In 1990, speaking of systems, those are kind of our heavy hitters. All right. The NES and the 2600 both came out this week. All right. that's Those are big. Those are massive. 1999, a uh, less impressive system came out that would be uh, Sega's final system, I think. Was it their final? Whatever. Fuck, I put the nail in the coffin, though. The Sega Saturn? Yeah, it was the Dreamcast. Oh. Can't remember when the Saturn came out. After? Who cares? Because oh. no one bought them. No. I don't know why I gave myself a bell. I'm just going to believe in care. myself. 2008, this horror-based game that uh, had three games plus a spinoff on the Wii came out that um, was a surprise because it had literally no marketing. And it, let's say you were working at a EB Games at the time and they just showed up. You're like, what the fuck is this? A horror-based and, game? And then it blew up. Whatever. It's Dead Space. Dead Space came out. I had no idea. That game had literally like zero marketing. Like We didn't even know it was coming. And it just like a couple of copies showed up at the store one day. And then the game exploded with popularity. I've played, I haven't played the third one yet. I do, I've owned it, but I haven't played it. It's great. I fucking love Dead Space. It's insane. Like, you just play like you're a space miner, and then a bunch of like space zombies attack you, and you gotta kill them with your mining equipment. It's awesome. But it had literally zero marketing, and then just like it showed up, and we were like, what the hell is this? No idea. Blew up in a big bad way. Yeah, yeah. 2010, I think the last game anyone liked out of this series. Old school series. It's a post. Stop looking at your watch. I was wondering. I was vibrating. Post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, whatever. It's Fallout New Vegas. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the guy with the, the thumbs up guy. Yes. All right. Yeah, Fallout Three happened um, after like years and years of development. Held and New Vegas came out, and people were like, "Yeah, this is pretty good." And then everything after that, people were like, "Boo, no good." And then finally, other stuff happened. Shadow of the Colossus happened, but I didn't think you were going to get that, so I just no, skipped no. it. Great game. One of the PlayStation 2's best. But then in 2011, a sequel to The Dark Knight Detective came out. What could it be? Oh, would that be Arkham Asylum? I'm sorry, I said a sequel. Oh, Arkham Asylum 2? <laughs> it's Arkham City. Oh, whatever. I get half half credit, so it's just like a... Like, you could be Catwoman sometimes. Meow. 
The Joker's back? Is he back? I don't, I don't remember. Know. I, I don't played know. it. I never played it. I, it's good. I played it. I think he's back. He's probably back. He was back. The Joker was back. Yes. There we go. All right. That's it for this week in video game history. All right. From there, we are moving on from the Joker being back to the Joker being back. Nikola Jokic style. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. <laughs> he's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. All right. Well, here we are back at the Sports Reports. We're gonna be we're gonna play more NBA basketball than Kyrie Irving this year, or the same amount. <laughs> All right, we'll get through it real quick. The Red Sox uh, are tied two games apiece with the Astros in the ALCS. Game five is going on as we record. Grand slams all over. All the place. of the grand slams, more grand slams than Denny's. There, I said it. I did it. There you go. Uh, so they're doing well. The Bruins have opened up their season. The Celtics open up tonight. Uh, no big deal. Uh, and the Patriots continue to find suck. Uh, okay, sucks a strong word. They just don't know how to win yet. They're in position to win. They should have beat the what, Cowboys. What's crazy? Aren't they like second in their division? Yes. Wild. What's yeah. their record? Two and four. Okay. Or two and five. Yeah. Two and five. They're so close to having more wins than losses. They just they're right there. Mac Jones continues to play well. This one was on the defense. Does he? Yeah, he's one of the highest ranked quarterbacks through quarterback rating. He's got one of the highest rookie completion percentages in the history of the NFL. He's like completing over 70% of his passes, threw for two touchdowns, including a 75-yard touchdown, going right back at uh, Tavon Diggs after throwing a pick six to Tavon Diggs. Nelson Aguilar dropped an easy slant that probably would have been a touchdown that would have won the game. Uh, I mean, this game is just, I mean, this team is close. They could still probably get one of the expanded wildcard playoff spots. I really believe that. So you got some there, some deep homerism in there. Wow. Okay. Well, your boy Aaron Rodgers. You see the video clip of him after he scored the go-ahead touchdown against the Bears. What? You know, he's like, I've owned you. I've owned you my whole career. No, he goes, yeah, I own you. I've owned you my whole fucking life. I own you still. And then somebody went on Wikipedia and put under owner Aaron Rodgers. Quote of the week goes to Tom Brady. Somebody asked him about that. He goes, I know he's a good quarterback. Apparently, he's also a shareholder of the Bears now. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a entertaining game. Like, Devontae Adams is doing – And did you see the flip that he did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, you know what? For my touchdown, doing a flip. Just going to do a flip. Flip it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Aaron Jones is doing his thing. David Bacciari, uh went for his first practice today after tearing his ACL last year. Uh, on the rise, I say. Yes. I'm trying to think of the, any major injury news from the NFL this week. Oh, um, Baker Mayfield dislocated his shoulder again. Yeah, that's kind of mostly it for the most part. I mean, the NFL is just kind of plugging along. Uh, the Jaguars broke their 20-game losing streak. They did it in London. Ooh, 20 games. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. They they had to beat the Miami Dolphins <laughs> to do it. I didn't know it was that bad. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, they did it in London, so I don't think it counts because it wasn't in America. So they've lost. <laughs> they're still on a twenty-game losing streak in America, <laughs> in the continental. United yeah, in the States. yeah, in the lower forty-eight. <laughs> All right, I know you've been excited for this, Ben Simmons. All right, let's talk. Let's get the <laughs> what a hilarious fucking child he is. All right. He was so he skipped all this time. He's not coming back to the team. Comes back just to save money. Hasn't been paid yet for anything. Just keeps on losing money. Goes to practice on Monday. Refuses to take his cell phone out of his pocket. Like I guess in case he gets a call. Like a kid, like a child. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, 
um, Doc Rivers goes, hey, Ben, we're going to do this defensive drill. And all he says is, no. He goes, no, we, we're going to do this drill. No. no. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you didn't even say that much. You just said no. And Doc said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then he was suspended for their season opener tonight. I don't know what he's doing. Like, he- Did you see the the meme of like somebody's like, what really happened? And it was the scene from Coach Carter where he pins the kid up against the wall and says, I'm the basketball coach. <laughs> He's certainly not increasing his trade value. Like no one wants to deal with this shit. No. Like I don't know what his plan is. Like, does he have a better plan than Kyrie? Because Kyrie doesn't really have a plan either. Um, I guess releasing nonsensical Instagram live videos that are all over the place. That was a fun time. But yeah, what's going on? Season open opening night happened. Best case scenario for me, everyone that I wanted to lose lost because as we speak right now in the East, the team with the worst record is the Brooklyn Nets dead last in the west the team with the worst record is the los angeles lakers dead last i'm sorry that's just how the cards fell the season doesn't really get underway till after christmas you know i say this every year this is extended preseason for the first month and a half no it's not but yeah so the teams with the worst records right now in the nba are the nets and the lakers yeah what was the bucks record after the first before christmas last year i don't remember exactly only matters what you do from christmas onward it's not true um, well, yeah, I mean, you can't lose every game up between now and then. So I enjoyed seeing everyone that I wanted to lose, see lose, lose. The only downside, it's weird, like having Grayson Allen on the Bucks because I was I was rooting for the Bucks to beat the Nets and they did, but I also don't want to root for Grayson Allen. So I guess the only thing that didn't happen is he didn't get injured, which was a disappointment. You're wishing injury upon people? Just him. What the fuck's wrong with Out you? Out of every player in the NBA, I only wish injury on one of them. That's bad karma, man. Bad karma. Yeah, no, I just wish he like face-planted into the scorer's table. I think like, more mild, embarrassing, inconvenient. Something that can be played as a funny blooper is more... Eh. As opposed to like... No, just one. Physical harm. I'm a, I'm allowing myself one. That's one more than you should. I, but. Don't like, I don't like that kid. All right. What is your... You do this to me with the Patriots. What is your prognostication for the Celtics? For the record? Well, I don't need a record, but... Okay. Question the first. Okay. Do they make the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Question e- Easily. The, question the second. Do... The, are they going to be a higher seed where they generally host their playoff series? Yeah. I... Th- I imagine they'll be the fourth seed. Do they win the Atlantic Division? No. Do they come in second in the Atlantic Division? Yeah, possibly. So they might not even be, you don't even think they're the one of the top two teams in their division. I think Brooklyn, no matter what, is going to do better than them. Okay. So you think they're probably second in the division? Probably. Who wins the West? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's so tight. Like... I feel like the East has like two very well defined, like these are probably the teams we're looking at for the top two, but the West is a little, I mean, the Lakers are like geriatric this year. They looked horrible last night. Mm-hmm. Nuggets aren't going to get Jamal Murray back. Uh, let's, let's say Golden State. Okay. Golden State. Who wins the East? Think with your head, not with your heart. I think Milwaukee. Who wins it all? That face tells me you think the Bucks are going to repeat. I think there's a good chance. All right. Yeah. Uh, bigger number. The Celtics' final seed or number of games they have that are impacted by COVID. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that's already off to such a bad start. Like Robert Williams out for like knee issues. How many d- multiple players already out with COVID? Oh my god! Like we're back, baby. Yeah. So what's a bigger number? Their final seed or the number of games they have in which they a uh, number of games that get moved because of COVID? Well, I mean, do you say like? games where players have covid no no not games where players have COVID. like games that get outright get postponed postponed because of covid um i mean christ most of them have already gotten covid 
Well, no, like you said, the Celtics are probably going to finish around the four or five seed. I didn't say five. I said four. Okay, so the four seed. So I I don't think that th- at this point so many of them have gotten COVID that I will say that um, their seeding is a bigger a number. number yeah. Okay. I think that was a good question, actually. I've been thinking of these all day for you. I've been thinking of these all day. Uh, let's, the I, season, I, we kicked. There's like seven games tonight or something crazy. Oh, that was. Oh, what was the. Who was the worst team in the NBA last year? I looked this up. I can't remember. Why, why can't I remember it? Was it the Magic? Yeah, it was. Was the Magic the bigger, worst Bigger number. Celtics wins or Magic losses? I'm sorry. Bigger number? Who wins more games? No. Who are the Celtics? What's going to be the bigger number? The number of games the Celtics win or the number of games the Magic lose? Oh. Uh, I think the Magic have nothing. The Magic will probably. <laughs> All right. And then <laughs> the greater number. If you're doing a win-loss column, yes, the Higher number will be magic losses. Final question. Do the Celtics win more games this year than they did last year? Yes, because they were 500 last year. And this year, here's the thing. I think they have a very good regular season team. Like, there's solid depth in there. There's, like... Do they win 60 games? Uh, No, not 60. 55. Probably closer to... I think they'll they'll be a 50... Definitely over 50, not as high as 60. So, like, like 52 and 28? Yeah, probably closer to that. Somewhere in that name. Well, that's only 80 games, so 50... 52 oh, and whatever 52 and 30 yeah okay i think they have a really good regular season team like part of the issue last year was like there was no depth on the bench now we can they can go like 10 11 guys deep and you can't say like oh that's a bad player but do i think if we were tightening up for the playoffs like do you have like that like eight man rotation probably not all right there we go all right there that was a good good celtics preview the short show is going long all right well we can breeze through the mummy because it was really a <laughs> shitty comic I dare you. We're going to move on from there to our final spooky. You could say we're putting a wrap on it by talking about the mummy. Mm, hate that. <laughs> Jared's reading corner. It's Jared's reading corner. <laughs> All right. This week we are talking the living mummy because mm. that's what something Marvel did. They're like, we're going to just take universal monsters and make them Marvel characters. We got a Dracula. We got werewolf by night which yeah that's just one they're werewolves <laughs> at night what i want more like what do werewolves do during the day i don't know sleep like eat regular food probably oh, okay just yeah. being a human. not be hairy yeah all right and then we have the living mummy to add to our universal i got questions about this this living mummy well hang on let me introduce it all a right. little bit we're dealing with supernatural I don't remember any of the names. I just remember the plot. The name of the comic was Supernatural Thrillers Number 5. Okay, I didn't remember that either. Came out in 1973, written by Steve Gerber, art by Rich Buckler. Steve Gerber, a guy who got into huge legal battles with Marvel over Howard the Duck. That's Steve Gerber. Oh, not the guy who made Gerber Baby Foods? No. Okay. Mm, Thank you. Thank you for that. I was like, oh, no, it cut out. Yeah. Anywho, The Living Mummy. Uh, They tried to do this character... Supernatural thrillers only lasted like 15 issues or something. Then they tried to do a solo series. It didn't really work out. Then they tried to like bring the character up in Marvel 2-in-1 with the thing. Because that's what a lot of Marvel 2-in-1 was. It was like, hey, this character is um not very popular. Let's try and put him next to a popular character to boost sales. And yeah, just... Funny that they used the, they had the, the Human Torch was one of those people. No, it was the thing in 2-in-1. Oh, oh. You're thinking of Strange Tales. Oh, yes, you're right. My bad. I do love two and one overall, though. Two and one was a great series, but yeah, a lot of times they'd be like, "Look at this real low grade." Like, look, it's the golem from Jewish lore. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Look, it's the living mummy. Yeah. Also, there's a spice of Jewish lore in here. 
oh, um, yeah, this is a... Didn't age well. <laughs> makes, you, makes you bristle a little. But the living mummy. What's up with the living mummy? Well, you have your typical archaeological dig in which they find a mummy, and the mummy comes to life. Well, it's actually been alive this whole time. You've really jumped like two-thirds of the way into the story. We open up with two soldiers from Israel. Oh, yes, going, yes, because they're in the Gaza Strip, yes. Yeah, they're going... Under Israeli control. Like, do you know what would be good? If there was peace in the Middle East, that, we yeah. should do that. We should have that peace. We should try for that as they're walking around the Gaza Strip with guns. And you know what? As this comic was written nearly 40 years ago, I would like to go back in time and tell them, don't worry, guys. Jared Kushner's on this. He's got this shit. Worry, guys. <laughs> we we got you. We'll move the embassy to Jerusalem <laughs> we for got, you. Kushner's on it. So anyway, they've come across this figure this mummy figure and they well, try he and more sh- comes across them well whatever it doesn't matter they try and shoot him and unsuccessful yeah apparently he has a rock hard skin yes so strangles a man sees the woman goes she's too hot to kill can't kill her no i have a mummy boner oh no we'll learn later that my blood has been replaced and whatever that is oh, it's doing its job anyway they go to the, an egyptologist Based on some papyrus that they have found. From Dr. Scarab? Yes. Which, again. He's jacked, wears an evil scarab, and I go, well, he's the villain. Yeah, he's not good. <laughs> but he's anyway. Figures Do- out that, Dr. Scarab. Figures out this mummy is actually a race, uh, the, the leader of a race of Egyptian slaves that weren't Jewish. Yeah. We had some interesting coloring issues here where he then tells the backstory of the living mummy. And he's like, so all of the white Egyptians, I'm like, all of the what now? Because <laughs> <laughs> all of the white Egyptians have a race of slaves, including a giant ebony man. And at that point, I'm like, hmm. Not really. No, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, super uncomfortable. I need an adult. I can't remember his name. It was something complicated. Just call him the living mummy. <laughs> the living mummy. So the living mummy is kind of just accepting the abuse that he and his people are taking to build this Tomb for the Egyptian pharaoh. Well, sh- his introduction is like this low angle shot, but he's like in chains. Like he's a warrior king. And I, I, I got confused by the narration because it was like, so if he's the king, uh, I kind of created this whole thing. Like he's the king, but he's a slave. And I got kind of got caught up in. Um, what year did this come out again? Basic semantics, 1973. So this was after Ten Commandments in 56, I think is when Ten Commandments came out. So, so yeah, quite a ways. Yes. So there's a whole line in there about the mummy king being well he wasn't the mummy king at the time warrior king warrior he was a warrior king not the living mummy about him being the deliverer of his race similar it even says similar to jewish tradition so it's like the egyptians have two sets of slaves apparently they have the jewish slaves and they have these slaves well there's stuff that this book is kind of cribbing from obviously we talked about like universal stuff like even the universal mummy movies there's there's really two of them. Yes. There's the, yeah, you know, there's the Boris Karloff one, which is just the mummy. The one came out, I think it was 32. And that's, that movie's kind of a standalone. And then the other ones in that series were Lon Chaney Jr. Who played. Werewolves in London. That's Warren Zevon. I know, but still. Lon Chaney Jr. wrapped up in bandages, slowly staggering after you're trying to kill you. Uh, none of the Lon Chaney Jr. ones are any good. And also sad, apparently um, he hated doing them so much that he had a straw underneath his mummy costume where he was just drinking vodka from a flask and was just loaded all day. I mean, why not? What uh, else are you going to do when yeah, you're wrapped you, up in mummy If you look at him, his health wrappings. in about the 70s, you go, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a, 
looks like a guy who's dressing as a mummy and drinking his ass off. <laughs> yeah, looks like a guy who's uh, enjoyed a cocktail or two in his day. So anyway, the warrior king tries to kill the pharaoh. He succeeds, but the evil high priest is like, oh, you killed the king. You're screwed now. That reminded me of the, uh, the 1932 mummy, the Karloff one, where um, uh, witnesses of... Uh, Karloff getting wrapped up or all killed and they're impaled by spears and there was a spear impaling. I'm like, oh, that looks familiar. Yes. I think the design of the mummy is closer to the uh, Hammer Horror ones. Hammer uh, redid kind of all those old monster movies and with like Dracula and Frankenstein, the mummy is a little less popular, but... But the high priest throws some special liquid on him that paralyzes him and then replaces his blood with the red liquid, which makes him immortal. He can live forever, and they put him inside a sarcophagus. They wrap him up. It doesn't make sense to like wrap him in bandages, though, because he's not being mummified. Like they're not pulling his brain out through his nose. They're not no. taking his organs out. But they wrap him. When up I was in these... fifth grade, we mummified a chicken. You just put in like salt and no, no, like we did the full process. The whole chicken. Yeah. So if you we go... just did it with like a chicken leg. If you go behind like our elementary school, like if aliens ever come to like my childhood town in the future they'll find this like one spot where there's like 20 mummified chickens buried in the woods it's very culty man that's super culty it feels like it was like hmm. it feels what if someone finds these yeah they're gonna be like what the fuck kind of cult was here <laughs> why were they a bunch of chicken haters that's what it was why are they mummifying chickens or maybe chicken worshipers to be fair that's about all i remember about fifth grade is that chicken we mummified yes sir it's weird <laughs> So, fast forward, they figure out this mummy guy was the warrior king. Now, here's where my problems start to arise. This this guy, lumbering around, clearly doesn't know anything that's going on. Horny. So horny. I mean, he's been in a sarcophagus for, like, thousands of years. I mean, he had tissues on hand. <sighs> Living with that? I don't like it. But, I mean, when you think about it, he's been laying down in a bed for several thousand years. Wouldn't you two have a... Serious case of the morning wood. I don't think that's a U2 song. Anyway, moving on. Why does he not take <laughs> these wrappings off? Like, he's not like they're not attached to his skin. He's like, maybe he's naked underneath them. He doesn't want to, like, scare anybody else. The fact he's walking around and. Look, he starts causing. Uh, so this mass chaos. He throws people through windows. Do- Dr. Scarab, or was it Professor? I think it's Dr. Doctor. Dr. Scarab. He's like, the mummy is real. And he's like, two research. People that um, are with him are like, no, he's not. And then they turn on the news, and he's the mummy. Raising hell. Just absolute terror. Wrecking havoc. They're like, huh, seems to be real. Yeah. Somebody gets thrown through a window. The cops shoot him. They're like, oh, this isn't working. He's just like, I want the woman. Where is she? It's pretty much all it is. I love that um, he's an idiot. Like, he's surprised by cars. He's like, what is this carriage? Although he doesn't really talk in this. Oh, chariot, not carriage. Chariot. Whatever. And he punches it. They throw some tear gas at him. They try and do, like... But even a monster can cry because it's tear gas. Yeah. But at the end of the day, his downfall is that of every modern human being, electricity. (laughs) (laughs) Rips down a telephone pole. He's like, I don't know what electricity is. I'm going to walk through a puddle with these live cables. And he fries himself. Yeah. Which really totally negates everything that the high priest did to him because he got shot a thousand times. That doesn't kill him, but the electricity does. But well, don't worry, because it says the end, dot, 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 question mark. I got news for you. He's up in the next issue. Okay. Well, just a little little nap. The living mummy uh, lives on. Yes. I We've done some of these Marvel horror books. I got to tell you. Not very scary. <laughs> it's not even that. I don't even find it's like It's like pulpy horror is what it is. It's not really that entertaining. And I like the um, the other like archaeologists who are looking for the, like this lost Egyptian tribe. They're like... How could a mummy possibly survive? Like, 
you live in a comic book universe. Like you've seen aliens and monsters and gods. People flying, laser beams coming out of people's eyes. And you're like, hang on. Celestials. You're telling me that a man got buried and he might still be around? Like, no. It, yeah, no. It's that, impossible. Th- that's the world we live in. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that big of a stretch. Feels pretty benign, to be honest. He's probably still alive. Me no English? I don't know. It, the, Impossible. I th- maybe it's the title. Maybe it's the... Not that it's like a crazy design. It's basically just a mummy. But there's something about this character that makes me want to like it more than I do. But it just severely disappoints you? Yeah. I don't know what it is. There's just, Maybe it's just like I got like, you know, nostalgic and a bit of a soft spot for like the Universal Monster stuff. That's probably what it is, to be honest. Yeah. But I... I want to like it, but then it's like, that wasn't very good. No. <laughs> I can't really recommend it. No, you can't. Yeah. I mean, the book failed twice. The character comes back occasionally, but yeah, it's overall. Well, he's a living mummy. He's, uh, he's not going anywhere. Overall a failure. Yeah, I was not entertained by this at all. I found myself being like the character. I was like, this really, of all the fantastic things I've seen, this is the least believable. Look out. A puddle got him. <laughs> That wetness and the electricity combined. Yeah, it was real moist there. But I guess that's it. That's Supernatural Thrillers number five. All right. From there, it's time to answer your questions in letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God. This is always death. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Indeed it is. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can do that right in at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Ask us whatever. Unless it's just nonsense. Well, then ask that too. Why not? Well, no, sometimes I I'll get the occasional thing where I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you'll just get, like, occasionally it's just like. Really? Were you drunk? Really? Not even that. Just like, I literally can't decipher it. I'm like, I think, I think you were drunk. Maybe. I don't know. Um, send us coherent questions at yeah. editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. I'll answer those. This one, I like this one. All right. It's a man or woman after my own heart. Okay. What do they got? A simple question. I like simple. I bared it down. But the idea of what horror movie has scared you? Ooh. Like like jump scare me or like let made me um, leave feeling uneasy? I, mean, I guess I can. I'll give my answer. Okay. And you can go from there. Yes. Uh, I've, I mean, not as an adult, I don't really get scared by anything because- if there's ever something that I'm watching, like in a movie, I'm like, oh, this is unsettling or whatever. All I do is I, I kind of view the TV as like almost a 360 degree thing where I go, whatever is facing 180 degrees from this is like 50 guys in cargo shorts and a baseball cap wondering when lunch is. Okay. I just kind of like, if so, if it's like, oh, this is upsetting. I'm like, there's just a bunch of dudes standing on the other side of the screen, like on the other side of the camera. I'm like, it's not that. It's nothing. It's just not real. Okay. So nothing like really scares me um, in adulthood. I mean, it's like jump, like you will get like a jump scare or whatever, which I also think are cheap, but it's neither here nor there. I can tell you the stuff that scared me as a kid. Okay. Easily. And they're, they're, mom- they're specific moments. And apparently I have a thing for underwater death that I found upsetting as a child. <laughs> and then you became a lifeguard. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Sphere? Nope. <laughs> exactly. No one does. I'm sure people do. Um, but it's like this whole underwater base. And all I remember is there's this part where like a bunch of murder and mayhem happens. And there's um, a hydraulic door that like cuts a guy in half. But you don't see it happen. Or I don't think you see it happen. I haven't watched the movie Sphere in like 20 years. But 
you see like a bloated like half a carcass like floating around like when shit is just going downhill okay it was a real gross effect i was like ah didn't like that and there's a moment in jaws that gets me or it doesn't get me now but because i'm well aware of it can you imagine what moment in jaws is the scary moment smile i was gonna say (laughs) i was worried for you show me your smile i was ready for you to go like i've never seen jaws no i've seen jaws uh, when they find the shipwreck under the water. And, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the dead corpse like just comes into frame like the eyes all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That got me as a kid. That scared me. But I, I mean, those are two like definite moments that like absolutely got me. Some of the older movies, like some of the just how weird they look used to scare me a little bit. Like like some of the Munchkins and the Wizard of Oz. I was like, ugh. It didn't scare me. It was unsettling, I guess. I think like the only time I've like been like... The first time I saw Blair Witch Project when I was in high school, the ending was kind of eh, like sure. unsettling. It wasn't scary, but it was unsettling. I think the only time a movie like I was kind of scared by something after the movie was the movie. Believe it or not, the movie Signs. I have trouble believing that because what the fuck is scary in Signs? So it wasn't that it was like a scary thing in Signs. It was <laughs> look the, out. There's a the, fence. It was the after part. So you know, like the first, like the second time we see the alien, it's in the reflection of a TV screen. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of um, the village. I had mixed my no. Shyamalan movies. Up. Yes, but in signs when the you see also the, what is scary in signs? No, just hear me out, okay? So you see the alien in the reflection of the TV. I was staying the night at my then girlfriend's house, and we were in high school, and so I had to sleep in the living room. And the living room, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was looking right at the TV. It was a reflection on the TV that kind of looked like the alien, and it scared the shit out of me. I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't know. I is it I don't like but kind of do like that uneasy unsettled like when you're like you get that tingly sensation all over your body when something unsettling happens in a movie. You're like, "Ha!" Ah! Like when the the first time the alien walks by and uh Joaquin Phoenix is under the stairs and he goes it's like the children's birthday party. He's like, "Vamonos children, vamonos." Then it walks by and he's like, "Ah!" And he jumps back and I was like, "Oh, that's an alien." Very unsettling. I also live by myself, so I don't like to watch unsettling or scary things the movie signs i said sphere and that's less embarrassing everything about me is embarrassing zach (laughs) everything is about everything about me is embarrassing (laughs) the movie sphere the fact that you watched the movie sphere a couple times i think trying to think do you ever see as above so below no it's an interesting movie not scary but just kind of like weird can't help you haven't seen it full of unsettling moments you'd probably enjoy it no you wouldn't actually enjoy it you'd probably pan the shit out of it therefore you should watch it great all right, that's it for the show this week. All right, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Five dollars gets you a Duke or Duchess designation. That's almost alliterative. Uh, on the podcast, we'll sing your name. We'll sing your praises. We'll tell everyone how cool you are, and we appreciate uh, any Patreon. Plus, you get access to some behind-the-paywall stuff on there as well. And you can find Zach on social media on Twitter at editorsnotecomics. And you're there, too. Uh, tweeting about how sad your football team is. Yeah, at Junior Rich. That's what you do. You're like, why are we bad? Uh, I thought we were going to be great. Forever. I never said. I never I said. I was going to. Ru- I've never said anything like that. I, I explain ride- why we suck. I don't ask why. I know why we suck. It's going to ride this high forever. I thought whatever. We'd never Shut not up. Be the best. Shut up. I mean, I'm I've ne- had enough of you. We'll never be as high as we were before. It's just never going to happen. Six championships in, my in the last twenty years, man. Yeah, but you'll never get that again. No, who else would get sick? I mean, that's unprecedented. You're right. Now it's just going to be years and years of disappointment. You know, hey, but you know what? At least I've had it. At least I've had it. <laughs>
What hang you, my hat on that. What are you, Ray J? I had it first, or I had her first, or whatever the fuck that was. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a couple of years back. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week for Dune. Yes. My name is a killing word. I don't know. We'll see if it's the good. spice baby. Spice, spice baby. Come back to House 